Welcome to the Freight Broker Bootcamp audio experience, and I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. My name is Dennis Brown with Freight Broker Bootcamp, and today I'm going to share with you the best way to scale your freight broker business to $50 million or more per year in sales. All right. So I get this question all the time because I have people that go through my Freight Broker Bootcamp course. And maybe now they're doing a half a million a year or a million or two million or maybe even $5 million a year in sales and things are going really well, but now they want to ratchet it up. They want to level up. They want to notch it up and really ramp up sales to let's say 10 or 20 or maybe even $50 million in sales. And so because I get this question a lot, I decided to put this video together and there are two primary methods, two primary strategies for scaling your freight broker business, all right? So I'm gonna walk you through these very quickly. I'm gonna talk about some pros and cons, and then we're gonna wrap it up, okay? So the first strategy, okay, that, that most people understand in the freight brokerage industry is what I call the inside sales model, right? So it kind of replicates the call center model or the collection agency model where you have uh, a centralized hub of employees that work out of one location, that are all W-2 employees, um, and it operates on a, you know, a hire, train, fire type model, right? So it's a high churn model where you bring people in for a 90-day program, and what ends up happening is you end up retaining the top talent and letting the other people go. Now, there are a lot of reasons why you would let people go at the end of a 90-day program. Maybe they have the wrong attitude. Maybe they're not the right cultural fit. Um, you know, maybe they don't have the right work ethic. There's a lot of reasons, but it kind of falls back into that. The cream rises to the top philosophy, right? So if you hire 10 people, you might keep four or five of them. The others are not going to make it through the program. Either they're going to self-select out or they're going to be asked to leave after that 90 days. But it takes the call center model where they are W-2 employees working in your office um, where you are hiring, training, um, and then ultimately, you know, investing in the ones you're going to keep and releasing and firing the ones that you are not going to keep. Okay. So there are a lot of pros and cons to this, right? There's pros and cons to this model. And I jotted down some notes here. The pros are of this model because they're W2 employees, you have a lot more control over them, right? They're in your office. Um, they're going through your training program. You've been able to vet them from a hiring perspective. Uh, you're able to manage and see their day-to-day -day activities. And so there's a lot more control. That can be seen as a, as a pro to a business owner, right? Secondly, you know, it's easier to create a what I call a high-growth culture when you have everybody under one roof, right? When you have a decentralized model and people are spread throughout the United States or spread throughout the world, it's a lot harder to build that culture. So I think the inside sales model is a lot easier to build a high growth culture, okay? So those are a couple of the pros. The cons are, you know, you're typically limited to your local area for recruiting, right? Maybe within 30 to 50 miles of your geographic location, you're limited to the talent that you find in that area, right? So that's one of the cons that I, that I evaluated when I launched my brokerage and grew it. Uh, a second one is you have to have a very strong hiring and training process. You have to be very good at hiring, you know, finding, hiring, 
and then retaining good talent, right? So that's a big part of this. So that's something you have to be very good at that in order to make this scale, right? And then the last one, it can be more expensive, right? It can be expensive to find and hire and retain talent as a W-2 employee. So those are some of the pros and cons of the inside sales model. So think of it like a call center for freight, right? Um, so if you visualize that, this is the way that a lot of large companies that you may be familiar with, companies like Total Quality Logistics, who's a large broker, um, you know, uh, you've got Coyote Logistics, and you've got a variety of others that have used this model very successfully to grow their business, okay? So that's the first strategy. The second strategy is more of the freight, the independent freight agent business model. So this is a more of a decentralized model where a broker who has a licensed broker will create a freight broker agent product, right? That they can then market to freight agents. And those freight agents would be independent contractors that would operate under their brokerage uh, in a contract revenue share relationship. So the way it typically works is the freight agents, um, you know, find and secure and manage the customers day to day and move the freight. And then the broker on the back end, their responsibility is, uh, is technology and their authority and assurance and all of the back office things that are needed, including billing and collections and carrier payments and financial management and all of that. So it's a partnership. And for that, in most cases, agents are going to retain somewhere between 50 and 70% of all the profit generated through that relationship, and the broker will keep the difference, okay? So that's how an agent model works. But again, this is a decentralized model. So you may have an agent in, in Houston, you may have an agent in Miami, you may have an agent in LA, you may have an agent in Chicago, um, and you may be located in Buffalo, like where I'm from, or somewhere else. So it's a very decentralized model. And again, there are pros and cons to that, right? So let me talk to you a little bit about the pros and cons of the agent business model. Um, the pros are, as uh, with an agent model, you're not limited to your local geography, right? So you could recruit top talent from anywhere in the country. As a matter of fact, anywhere in the world because they're going to be connected to you through the internet and through the technology that you develop as a broker, okay, or that you use as a broker. Um, secondly, you have the ability to, uh, to attract experienced talent, people who uh, experienced brokers who have a large book of business, right? So let's say they may have a half a million, a million, a two million, a $5 million book. If you put together the right product, you may be able to attract them into your company, right? Number three is you don't need a large physical office. Like you don't need a 10,000 square foot office because you're not gonna have a lot of W-2 employees, okay? So, you know, you're gonna have a small staff that is W-2 employees that's gonna help support the agents. So you may have, um, you know, 10 agents, but you might only have three people in your office to support those agents from a billing and from an administrative and from a technological perspective, right? So you don't need a large office. You don't need a large employed force because the independent agents are, again, they're all contractors, okay? Um, another pro is, you know, independent agents save money. Brokers are able to save money by hiring independent agents because independent agents, you don't have to pay payroll tax. You don't have to pay health insurance. 
You don't have 401ks because again, they're independent contractors. That's why they get a very high commission because they pay for all of those things out of their own pocket. Okay. So those are some of the pros. Some of the cons of the agent model is this. It can be very competitive, right? Since I launched my agent program, I think I launched my brokerage in 2003. We launched our agent program in 2006. Um, you know, we were doing about $6 million a year in sales. We ramped that up to about 80 million a year in sales. But what happened since then, the agent model has become very competitive, right? So there's higher commissions, the products and the services have become a lot more competitive. The programs are a lot more competitive. They're a lot more compelling. So the agent model can be very competitive. Um, from a recruiting standpoint, from recruiting agents in. Typically, it is also a higher cost of sales, meaning it costs you more for every dollar of revenue that you generate as a broker through the agent model because it's variable cost. Now, the good thing is you don't have a lot of fixed costs, but you've got a higher variable cost. And when you're paying 50 to 70% of every dollar of profit out to the agent, you can see how that uh, is, is a, is a, it will typically be a much higher cost than an inside model, okay? And then the last one is you have less control over freight agents because the nature of the relationship is they are independent business owners. They are independent agents and they control their own destiny. They work under you as a broker and they leverage the, the relationship to generate revenue. But the fact is they are independent contractors. So you can't tell them when they go to work. You can't tell them how to operate. Now you can set guidelines and you can set rules of which, you know, as long as they don't violate the independent contractor status where you're treating them as an employee, you should be fine. Okay. So those are the two primary strategies for scaling your revenue to 10 million, 20 million, 50 million plus. And I used both of those models throughout my career. Again, when we first started in 2003, we had the inside model. I used that model to learn the business and grow the business to about $6 million in sales. We were very profitable. And then at that point, we pivoted and decided that we were going to scale the business through an agent model. From that point on, we, we started uh deploying the agent model. We learned a lot. We made a lot of mistakes. Ultimately, before I sold the business in 2016, we were doing over $80 million a year in sales. Both of these models work. And just because I selected the agent model doesn't mean that's the right model for you. And it doesn't mean it's the best model, right? But these are the two primary models that you will use to scale your freight broker. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. If you did, and you're curious about becoming a freight broker, or a freight agent, and you haven't enrolled in freightbrokerbootcamp.com, check it out. Again, you know, I've done over $200 million as a freight broker. I've trained over 10,000 students in the last decade with my Freight Broker Bootcamp online training program. We offer a 60-day 100% money-back guarantee. Um, and again, I can't make it any easier than that. We teach you from A to Z how to get started, how to get your authority, how to get your office set up, how to do rating and dispatching and getting customers. The whole ball of wax is included in the training. I hope you guys enjoyed this and I'll see you in the next Freight Broker training video. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I'm humbled that you allowed me to be a part of your day. Now subscribe to the podcast so we can do this more often. And for those of you that take the next 15 to 30 seconds to rate and review the podcast, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And who knows, maybe we'll give you a shout out on a future episode.